right, New River Valley, welcome back. This is Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Once again, Mark Tapp is on his way back from Florida. And uh, we wish all the people there and everybody actually in the Storm Lake. I guess we're in the the same thing, too. I'm just glad I have a dehumidifier in my basement. (laughs) It's actually one of those things that the older you get, dehumidifiers are like one of the best things in the entire world. They uh, really, really, really help with all of the mistakes that you've made like where your downspouts are and stuff like that. Yeah. So that being said, we do have some guests. Steve, I know that I asked you to kind of, hey, uh, would you mind sitting in? Congratulations. You actually did pretty well on the the sports questions. Two, two out of three. Yeah, and when I listened Isn't to your— is there a song about that, two out of three? Amen. Yeah, so what happened was I listened to your show on Monday, so okay. I formed the questions a little bit easier because I was basing it off of the— <laughs> do you like that? I do. I do. <laughs> there you go. See, he's being christened here. I do. As we said. So with that being said, uh, we're our first guest, we're going to go ahead and bring him in. His name is Vernon Kelly. And uh, Vernon, we, you're with the, the, is it the New New River Valley Blues Society? Just, just New River. New uh, River. Blues Society. New River Blues Society. And uh, we've obviously had conversations with you before. So first of all, appreciate you reaching out. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody uh, who you are uh, formally and uh, what the society does. Well, the New River Blue Society is a 501c3, you know, tax-exempt, you know, organization. Um, It's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And we um, basically exist to promote the blues in the New River Valley, to make people more aware of uh, what blues music is and Offer up opportunities for people to listen. Yeah, yeah, type of thing. And you do that both at uh, uh, live venues. Um, you'll do them at uh, uh, charitable or weekend style uh, festivals, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But one thing that I've never really uh, kind of hit on our last time we were here is you guys help local artists record too, correct? Well, not not so much. They helped us last time. Okay. Uh, they, um, uh, one of our fundraisers mm-hmm. um, was uh, a lot of the blues artists, including a number of them that are going to be at this festival we're going to talk about. Um, they donated songs that they had written and uh, or had copyright permission for and donated them to us, and we produced a CD. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that because it's a, yeah, right, it's right, right. for sale. It's, it's high quality. So we haven't really helped them record as much as they've helped us with okay. their recordings. And we, we put it together. Right. But um, the, all the songs were donated by uh, uh, artists from Bristol, Tennessee, up through Roanoke. Right, right, right. And so uh, having these um, artists uh, available, having these artists thrive, we've, we already talked about this in previous show. Clearly, there's this uh, gap of time called the pandemic that music in a lot of senses helped people get to the other side but it was very difficult on the industry itself right so you had musicians that were used to playing frequently seeing each other and and i think just as important having that interaction with audience that was kind of stripped away and so at this point in time um, and I found this out with some of the venues uh, space. Um, it's actually difficult at this point in time to be able to pull a lot of the good artists 
in one time. They actually have to really want to be there because the, the requests that are being made for them to play live music at this point in time, it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, oh, yeah. There, uh, live music is really going strong, and, and the blues for us is really going well. Uh, a lot of venues are picking up some of the blues acts. Mm-hmm. It's good. But yeah, COVID was rough. I mean, the Blues Society, we ran, uh, I bet you, 25, 30 uh, live streams. Right. We, we would hire them uh, for a little bit of money and uh, we could afford, and they would do 30-minute, 40-minute shows for us that we could live stream out to our members because we couldn't get together. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one way we tried to keep things going during that downtime. But, yeah, it's really uh, live music. I mean, you can go anywhere almost any day and find some in this area. Yeah. Now, we're going to talk about this, uh, as I said, an event that's coming up next Saturday quick. But, Steve, I want to ask you, so it's called The Blues, right? Right. All right. So I'm not going to ask you why they call it The Blues. Okay. Don't ask. Okay. But um, if you go and watch blues music, nobody seems to have The Blues. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's what, a that's a very good point. Yeah, is that true? It's the uplifting blues. Uh, yeah, what's up with that? I think the blues. I mean, there's plenty of sad blues songs. Yeah, I know, but, but nobody's got them when you're doing it. But no, that's, because it, it's it's really entertaining, and a lot of the blues music is uh, upbeat mm-hmm. and fun and dirty. Some of it. I know <laughs> it is. Yeah, and uh, it's colorful. It's, yeah, yeah. There you go. And it's um, it it's. It, just gets the audience into it. I mean, it's really good music, and uh, it's been capturing people's interest for decades and decades. Right, right, right. yeah, absolutely. So you did bring a guest with you, and one of the things that we're looking at trying to do is um, there is the blues, brews, and barbecue. Right. All right, I got it right. The the three Bs. And there's nothing to be sad about when you bring those three together. I <laughs> know. Yeah, exactly right. And that is uh, next Saturday. So that's October the 8th. And it should be the four Bs because the last is Blacksburg, the Black House yeah. Museum, right? So what is that, five Bs? Something like that? Yeah, chime in quickly about that. Where Where is this event going to be held? And then we'll introduce you. Sure. It's going to be held at the Alexander Black House Lawn in downtown Blacksburg, mm-hmm. um, 204 Draper Southwest. Yeah, it's the big green Victorian the house. The beautiful. Can't miss it. Big green. <laughs> yes. Can't miss yeah, it. Yeah, Victorian house. And that, that property, uh, when it was being redone in, or, in order to be able to highlight this. I know that one of the things for it was to be more than just a, you know, I'm going to use the word museum, and I'm, I'm quoting here. It was really meant to be a gathering spot. So the use of this property, per se, is, for this event anyway, is really quite frankly ideal. Um, part of our title, actually, is Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation, and we are leaning into the Cultural Foundation. Mm-hmm as a, yeah, a community spot, a spot where people can come and um, experience art, experience music, or just we encourage young people, older people to come and hang out in yeah. some of our public spaces. So Yeah. Now, you're Janine Williams. Yes. Can you tell everybody about you? Yes. Hi, I'm Janine Williams. I'm the curator at the Blacksburg Museum and Cultural Foundation. Okay. And you're, are you also an artist? Yes. Okay. By night, or is that like your alter ego, or what's going on? Um, 
Yeah, and it's an alter ego that I've just kind of shoved aside because I've been so busy. Okay. I just started with the Blacksburg Museum and okay. Foundation earlier this year. Okay. Um, but I am an artist. I am a photographer, and I like to make videos. Yeah. But I haven't done anything in a while. In a long time. I've been busy. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we appreciate all of the work. And these sorts of deals, these things these events they just don't happen i mean there's obviously in fact uh steve before we were coming on they were hanging out in the hallway and they were talking i don't did you hear i'm talking about how many sandwiches they had to prepare i did not yeah i heard 200 and sandwiches 200 plus maybe 225 well that's what we're estimating we're hoping that we'll have at least that many people come out 200 uh sandwiches plus some Options for other things yeah. as well. If I show up and you show up, will they have to add, is it two, three, four, or five? How many more are they going to have to at throw? At least, at least that many more. Yeah, well, maybe five. Five more. How about a dozen? We'll, we'll figure out a way to get it done. <laughs> Baker's dozen. Depends right? on how big the sandwich are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're big enough to eat, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So when you start to, to work with this, clearly you have a many, many, many different volunteers and you also have sponsors. And I, and I don't ever want these sorts of uh, events uh, to ever go without kind of talking a little bit more about the importance for the community, but then the volunteers and the sponsors, how they kind of pull in in order to make these things work out and then lastly ultimately what is to come from this event what is what is the proceeds for and what is the the intended outcome and if if you guys don't mind maybe we can hold those questions off and we'll when we come back from our break we'll go ahead and dive into that a little bit more that's good all right that sounds great well everybody stick with us you're listening to am hodgepodge good deal that's roughly nine yep Yep, so we're yeah. So we've got another 10, 12, 14 that we can can roll in here and kind of take it anywhere we need to, okay? Yep. So, yeah, I have a list too of the musicians oh, and cool. stuff. So, do you have I didn't have the CD in the car though. I was hoping I That's had. A, that's a fail. Yeah. Um, do you have the uh uh did you hear what questions I'd asked? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll yeah. go ahead and have you ask some of the Yeah, well, two. I mean, we haven't talked about um is there a cost? Yeah. Well, we have no. It's donation. Donation. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I can drop. I can talk about. You know. There's no cost, but certainly donations are appreciated. And okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So volunteers, bands, sponsors, uh, the cause, what the money is for. This is next a week from this. Yeah, October eighth. Yeah, October eighth. Got mus- it. And music will go from like noon to six thirty. Okay, so. that's mm-hmm. we. Ha- you, you haven't covered that yet, have you? I, don't I think, think I did. Mention, did you? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. It, it's mention, mention it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah mention it again. Mention it fact, maybe mention it a yeah. couple times. Yeah, and then you always have to, to end with where do we? Where does everyone find this information? Correct. Okay. Okay. So website uh, or anything? I only too? have two major sponsors: Virginia Tech Foundation, and then you guys. The blue. Yeah, okay. Blues. Okay. So we've got volunteers, bands, sponsors, the cause, and the cost. Are we gonna mention beer? Yeah, no, beer we, too. Well, obviously we have beer. All that. All that. All that. You've got to. You've got to do all that. Is like is like Virginia Eagle coming out or what's yeah, is that? Yeah. They're okay. bringing their uh, um, Hollander trailer out there. Okay. Got we're, it. We're gonna do cans this year. Okay. okay. Um, try that. Uh, All right. Sounds good. Okay. You ready? Crank it up. All right. Do you want to bring us in on this? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
All right, welcome back to AM HodgePodge right here on WRAD. Steve Adams, Keith Weltons, and uh, Keith, uh, take it take it from here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you uh, uh, sitting in once again for Mark. Yeah, so when we left kind of the last uh, segment, I asked if you all would uh, uh, stick here with us, and we've got Vernon Kelly and Janine Williams, and we're talking about the blues, brews, and barbecue. And uh, we want to hit up not only on that a little bit, uh, more relative to uh, kind of what people's expectations should be there. But um, let's start out maybe the bands, the, the, you know, people's expectations when they come, there's going to be some level of entertainment. And uh, the cast of characters that you guys have lined up are certainly that. They are very, very entertaining. So when someone comes, what should they be expecting? I said earlier, you know, jokingly, when you go to these things, it's called the blues, but there ain't a dang person sad uh, there. So what's the expectation? Well, one good thing about the the bands they have this year is a good mix of different types of blues. Mm-hmm. Um, they open up with uh, JoJo Stockton out of Roanoke, and a lot of people know him. Um, and hopefully he'll put on. He, he usually puts on a really good show. He's in a very entertaining, great guy, and uh, a little uh, edgy, as he likes to say. Make sure there's no kids in the room. Uh, <laughs> getting ready to get edgy now. I don't know how edgy he'll get it. Sure, but, but he's a he's a great entertaining entertainer. And the second band we have is uh, the Woogie Men, mm-hmm. led by John Woogie. And I'd have to say they're probably the most versatile band. They're they're they are, they are awesome. Yeah, you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. we've had them a couple of times at the brewery here in Radford. They've been terrific. Yep. Yeah, they have a horn section. Oh gosh. And they uh, have a every, every, pretty much every instrument covered. Yep. And a, they can cover pretty much any type of blues music mm-hmm. and stuff. They're really good. And uh, Lady D and Mission, they're coming out of West Virginia, I believe. And I'm not as familiar with them. I have seen them before, um, but that's more of a soul type blues mm-hmm. and. A little bit different, and uh, then the Blue Monday Band, um, they're sort of local favorites. They've been playing in this area for like 14, 15 sure. years. Uh, they used to be the house band at the cellar before COVID. Right, right. Now they're the house band out at Rising Silo yeah. <laughs> on Wednesdays, and uh, and they're going to be playing. Uh, pretty much everybody around here knows them. And then the the headliner is the close the show is uh, Billy Crawford out of Bristol. Oh wow. And I don't know if you've seen him mm-hmm. before. I don't believe there's a guitar player better from the coast of Virginia into Tennessee, maybe further. He's just amazing. He's been playing a long time. And uh, it's, it's really, if you're familiar with Billy, uh, this is a good chance to catch him because the band's actually breaking up after 20 years. Oh. So uh, this was some of the last shows they're going to be doing together. So it, it'd be a great time to come out there and see him. If you haven't seen him, you, you need to come out. His band's just top shelf. Yeah. Now, when we talk about the the level of entertainment there, we mentioned before in the last segment that the backdrop is actually the museum. And so is I am curious, is the museum going to be open for for people to kind of peruse and things like that at the same time? Sure. We'll yeah. be open okay. during the event. And not just for bathrooms, right? Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. there's an there's an art exhibit and um, actually a musical exhibit that will be going on at that time. Okay, how how do you how do you come up with? Obviously, you're in that position now. Mm-hmm. How are you coming up with what to put in there? Is it a, a you know a, a fire hydrant of things that need to be put in there, but you're limited space, or is it a desert of ideas and you've got a blank canvas? I would say it's the first. Um, the space 
can be seen as kind of limited to gallery rooms. Um, and then I have lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a native of this area, and so this position has given me the chance to really think about the culture here, think about art here, think about music and um, history, because we're also a historical site. Um, mm. So I have lots of ideas um, and trying to fit them into a schedule and into that space. Awesome. So Awesome. Well, the, the the backdrop of the museum, obviously the music's there. We talked about the barbecue, and mm-hmm. Steve's going to eat his weight. So with that being said, but there is beer, and we're going to talk about uh, the wonderful uh, lineup of, of that. I think you guys said Virginia Eagle is going to be uh, um, the provider for that. Right. But what are the what's the intended use of the funds, and where are the revenues coming from in order to make that happen as far as costs? I mean, so if someone's going, what's their role and kind of everything else? We have um, two major sponsors, um, the Virginia Tech Foundation, which has sponsored this event for many, many years Mm -hmm. Um, with the intent of all of the the proceeds, all the donations go to support St. Luke's and Oddfellows Hall, Mm -hmm. which is also part of our organization and is a over 100-year-old hall in the former African-American community right. um, in northern, the northern end of Blacksburg. Right. So it supports programming there and supports having, um, having the museum open, that historical site open as mm-hmm. well. Um, so we are so grateful for the Virginia Tech Foundation for, for always supporting um, St. Luke's and Oddfellows Hall. Mm-hmm. Now that hall, because I asked this off the air, because my my memory, I was like, well, isn't it? Isn't this uh, event bounced around from a couple of different locations? And you said yes. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it it's usually been at the Oddfellows site, correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. but it's not this year because of Virginia There's, because of Virginia Tech. Yeah, the, I, I believe it's the new engineering building, which is. Very close to Hunt mm-hmm. Hall. They're finishing up um, construction there. Right. But due to the construction, sure. and heavy traffic, it's just no way we could have the event there, which we have traditionally sure. done. Well, it's wonderful that Blacksburg has actually the ability to be able to host something such as this, which is very successful. It's a very successful event. You guys should be very proud of it. But now be able to utilize the secondary location and maybe open up people's eyes beyond one or two locations. Mm -hmm. So just uh, so the event is again a week from this Saturday, October the 8th. And there is my understanding is there is no admission price however donations are certainly welcome that's correct yes and what if you want to volunteer oh (laughs) that's very very valuable and needed i'm still looking for volunteers okay I said, what if you want to? Oh, me? <laughs> I think she's already doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think she's walking around with a big volunteer, big volunteer yeah, T-shirt on yeah, Saturday. That's right. Exactly. Away from Saturday. She's got a big acrylic box shut tight to a chain on her neck so that people can just drop names in there. Yeah, here's my, my volunteers. But yeah, so if someone does want to get involved or if they do just want to learn more about the event, mm-hmm. um, where do they find that? And then where do they find more uh, 
uh, about the Blue Society uh, at the exact same time. So where do they find about this event and then where do they find out about the Blue Society, which is very helpful in, in, in the raising of the funds. And I wanted to thank our other sponsor is the New River Blue Society. Yep, exactly right. And I wanted right. to thank them as well. Yeah. Um, so they can go to our website, which is blacksburgmuseum.org. And then click on events. But actually, on when you go to our website, it it's will on the home page at this yeah, point. It's yeah, it's on the home page. Um, but blues, blues. <laughs> it's so I said it right <laughs> twice. Yeah, I know the three B's. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, we or on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. And if you want to volunteer, you can shoot us an email at info at Blacksburg History. Okay, or just go to the landing page and hit the contact us or right, right. whatever it is. Okay, that sounds great. Or stop by great. and see the yeah, see the location see and us. do that. Yeah, the volunteer portion uh, is uh, sometimes the best role that you did that you didn't think was going to be that best. It comes with most things. It's like if you have a good attitude with it, it will be one of the most meaningful things that you've done simply based off of the fact that your vision of what you're seeing is from a completely different perspective. And it really lends a lot of uh, uh, importance and uh, appreciation to um, uh, what the hard work that everybody else does. It's mm-hmm. back to that part about understanding and being part of your community. It really, mm-hmm. really is part of that. So I don't find more about you guys well, um... besides showing up and kicking the heels well we're really proud to be a sponsor we the, the uh, blues brews and barbecue has been around a lot longer than the uh, um, blues society mm-hmm. and years ago i used to go to these events just to check them out and long before there's a blues society and then once the blues society got cranking about a handful of years ago one of the first things we did um it was a little self-serving to be honest we we wanted to learn how to host our own events and stuff it was a new organization and we thought the best way to learn was to piggyback mm-hmm. on people that were already doing it. Right. And so we contacted, it's before Janine's time there, and we contacted them and uh, donated a fair amount of money for us and uh, and provided a bunch of volunteers and um, wanted to continue. Of course, COVID put a kink in that the second year, although we did sponsor the, uh, it was a live stream. They mm-hmm. did. And then the third year, it got canceled. Finally, we're back to live. And uh, we were very happy to be able to be a part of it and, and uh, more involved this year, mm-hmm. um, going to meetings instead of just, you know, sending money and lining up volunteers. Right. So it is really good. I, I, a worthwhile thing, especially to bring, make people aware of the uh, history of Oddfellow, St. Luke's and Oddfellows Hall and that type of thing. A lot of people live here and don't know anything about yeah. it, including the Alexander Black House. Yeah, and that's so that's, a, a great that's, opportunity. A, that's a story that people will want to learn more about. Mm-hmm. They can certainly do it uh, on their own or they can go to the event. So that's Saturday, October the 8th from noon to 6. Did I get that correct? 6.30. Noon to 6.30. Okay. Forget that extra half hour. Yeah, yeah, it's all important. So it's, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard Vernon and Janine are both guaranteeing Sunny and seventy five. Yeah, that day, guaranteed. That sounds like a plan. I, I'm hoping. That's right. It'd be great if it it's was. Glad, I'm glad it's not this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, coming in. Appreciate you sharing the story, and quite frankly, appreciate all the work that you're doing in order to keep these important locations, and then lending your talents and efforts uh, to the cause. With that being said, we'll go ahead and take one more break, and we'll finish it up with our last segment. 
You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Knoxville with a weekly load You can smell a whiskey burning down Copperhead Road 